When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the War Report. All aboard the AM departure from platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. Let's go ahead and get into it. All four of us are here. Uh, Mike G, I'm going to definitely be leaning on you as though you were boots on the ground, covering it live. We'll, we'll get your thoughts. You were, you were there with us to kind of weigh in. B. Will, you weren't around. I want to hear your take, just just kind of your feelings on what has transpired, where Auburn is, particularly heading in terms of this uh, recruiting class going into fall camp. How are you feeling? What's the mood? I know you've been trying to temper your excitement. Are, are you, are you, how are you doing with that? Are you still tempering? Or are you just going ahead and just um, let the Lord use you and just mm. be happy? Mm. I'm going to quote somebody who is uh, an exceptional artist and lyricist who said, dropping bombs, Harry Truman. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. okay. All right. Where we going? This is appropriate because I saw Oppenheimer. Uh, oh, man. That's funny. I just saw Oppenheimer. All right. Mm-hmm. I got that's a throwback there for y'all right there, boy. I cannot watch movies at regular time. So the local movie shows, uh, theater shows movies at like 9 a.m. I went at 9 a.m. on Sunday and saw Oppenheimer, which is the only time it was ever going to be possible. Okay. So you saw, I saw you, Oppenheimer. You saw, oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought about that line. And then I thought about the day that we had yesterday. A warning shot would be one way to describe the flips that we've had over the last week or so. This is more than that. This is more than that. This is... The blueprint had been laid out from what, really what Nick Saban had been doing in recruiting since he got to Bama. He made it an arms race. Also appropriate, if you've seen Oppenheimer. Recruiting became an arms race more than just a, a pitch and sell. It's still a pitch and, I mean, pitch and sell. It's still part of the process. But what it is, is do you have the ammunition? Do you have what it takes to get the weapons made so we can use them? Brian Harson did not. He wasn't even trying to build the, the bomb. He wasn't, he wasn't concerned with it. He was like, we're just going to go win the war. Let's go win the war. 
with no, we're going to not have enough weapons to win the war, but we're just going to win it, right? Gus was trying, but he really wasn't doing a great job. Some people disagree with that. I don't think the the success rate of the highest recruits that we've got, I think that pretty much spells out what it's been like for when we do land big recruits, even if we get them, which we usually did not. But if we did, what did they turn out being here? Okay. Or not on the field. One, one or the other. They didn't see the field. Or they saw it in a limited fashion, didn't contribute, or they were okay. Hugh Freeze turning Alabama leans and Georgia commits into Auburn commits who are shutting down recruitment and recruiting other players to play for Auburn. I haven't seen this. Recruiting now is different than it was like 20 years ago, right? So, of course, you can say, yeah, well, you know, he's... Back then, when somebody were recruited to a class, they would recruit other guys. Yeah, I didn't see that, though. That wasn't social media in 2002. I didn't see what it was like when Ben Obamanu committed in 2003, and that was, like, dramatic. Did he bring other guys in? Were they camping like they camp now? There wasn't a big cat weekend, right? What's happening now is the best recruiting that has ever been done at Auburn. Mike G made the statement that this is the this, this is the best recruiter we've had as a head coach. I think, was that was that on show? Was that on Morning Drop, Mike G? Uh, yeah, it was, I think it was on live. <clears throat> he is the best recruiter we've ever had in the head coach's seat. But not only that, I think we've got two of the best recruiters we've ever had in Zach Etheridge, Caddy, Trevon Reed, off-field. Three. Three of the best recruiters we've ever had on a single staff under the best recruiting head coach we've ever had. This is way bigger than just one or two flips, though. This, this, this is bigger than one or two flips. Does it have me excited? Yes, I, I'm, I'm not more excited for this season because these guys won't have an impact on this current season. But come on, man. Like We've never been able to compete at this scale. Not, not really. If we ever flipped a guy that had uh, that Georgia had a hand on or that Bama had a hand on, it was a surprise. Don't, I don't even know if we flipped anybody. We may have gotten a guy like Derrick Brown, right? Georgia was after Derrick Brown hard because he was in Georgia. He was a Georgia guy. He was a can't miss prospect. And he was just as good as he was billed to be. But the relationships developed down here. I know he was uh, apparently Pat Dye had an impact on, on Derrick Brown. So, you know, it worked. And he bought in. He was an Auburn man the moment he got here. The pitch and, and the appeal of Auburn appealed to Derrick Brown. But nine times out of ten, we weren't able to pull that off. We weren't favored for any of the guys who we have gotten committed or who we could possibly still get. Bolden was looking really chummy with all the rest of these dudes, man. Are we thick? Man, come on. Come on. This, mm, there was a crystal ball out. I can't remember which national uh, recruiting dude said it. He tweeted out, a month out, this was like early July, a month out from his commitment, and I have Ohio State leading for Khalil Bolden. He then quoted himself and said, a week out from his commitment, 
I no longer have Ohio State leading for Khalil Bogan. Big Cat Weekend, just like that. To my Chad Simmons? I think that was him. Yeah. That was him. Um, what we're seeing now is we are finally able to keep up in the arms race. And that's still only half the battle because we have to turn good players into wins, double-digit win seasons, SEC championships, playoff wins. Like that's that's the next step, right? But damn, this is where you this is where you start. This is where it needs to start. Instead of hoping that we can develop and have a lucky season every four years, this feels like we have a much higher chance of getting those double-digit win seasons, of getting those SEC championships, of getting those playoff wins when you can start with the best talent and not just the best talent that you were competing with for uh, by developing it out of guys who weren't necessarily as wanted. No, just get the guys who everybody knows this is a ridiculous dude. Everybody wants him, but you got him. I can't remember the last time Auburn could do that with any kind of consistency, but it seems like we're finally getting there. Mike, uh, Mike, you were there covering live and an amazing job, uh, by the way, of uh, catching uh, Thompson's interview. I think Walker White walked up to him. I think Malik walked up to him as well, I think. Um, one of the things that we've been hearing these recruits talk about, and obviously this is a big part of Auburn's brand, is the family and atmosphere, the family environment. Oftentimes we hear that Auburn is a family. We are the Auburn family. But I think it's interesting when you see someone like a Zaquan Patterson out of Florida come visit Auburn for the first time this year, actually, and come away saying this is a family environment. Then you have a DeAndre Carter coming from California Come away from this weekend, weekend saying this feels like family. Yeah. He tweeted at him, said, come home. What come is, what are, what are they seeing? What are they seeing at Auburn? What are they seeing when they visit that confirms that message of the Auburn family? What is it that they're experiencing? You know what's crazy was I had a friend in town yesterday um, who we all went to school with. Um, so I'll respect her privacy. But like... Um, we were talking about how you never lose that family feeling when it comes to Auburn. Like it's just, it's always there, right? It's why channel exists. It's, you know, you know, two decades old friendships. I'm, I'm Auburn is different. Um, it was interesting. I got a chance to talk to, uh, grandma Riddick, right? Grandma, I saw grandma Riddick, uh, out there. Uh, and if you don't know, that's, uh, uh, Demarcus Riddick's, uh, grandmother. So he was the recent five-star commit um, that came in and we were talking about home and family and how when you're wearing something that says Auburn and you're the airport on the other side of the country, there's no way somebody who is also wearing something that says Auburn is going to walk by and not acknowledge you. That doesn't happen. It's It's sacrilege for it to happen, right? You know, it might be the seventh deadly sin. Two Bama people can walk by each other with, with Bama shirts on and not say anything because it doesn't mean anything to them. To mm-hmm. Al- in Auburn, it means something different. And I think that the recruits come in and they feel that it's something that's very difficult to put into words. But I, hear me out. Did you see that you guys saw the video 
of them throwing Hugh Freeze in the pool after Thompson committed. Guys who were committed other places were celebrating the commitment like he just hit the lottery and told him he was going to share 20% with everybody that was there. (laughs) It was crazy. And I'm thinking, I'm like, the excitement was palpable and that energy. And so you got Walker White walking around like, like the prince of recruiting. More on that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he gives me sunshine vibes. Sunshine. <laughs> you know, seen that person? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he gives me sunshine vibes. Uh, he definitely gives me surfer boy vibes. But like, I was, I, it was incredible to see how these guys feel like they're already a team. Before they've stepped on campus together, they're squatting up now. This is great for Hugh Freeze. He's creating that feeling and that teamwork. And when you talk about culture, you, you're, he's building culture before these guys get on campus. Yeah. 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 That's what's different. Hear me out. Hugh Freeze is building team culture before anybody steps on campus, officially as a student at Auburn University. That's what they're feeling. So all you have to do is convince one. Did y'all ever have that homegirl that was like the hot girl that was the wingman? <laughs> and no. you knew nothing was going on with y'all, but <laughs> other no, girls that, didn't know that. No, I, n- I never had that happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> so to be never. fair, I did never. have that, but I'm now married to her. So she snuck in, right? So I mean, I this is I, no, give me my credit. I snuck in. Okay, right. she said, I'm a wingman myself. <laughs> 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 Um, so, at the end of the day, once one domino starts to fall and people start to see, hey, like, what does this guy, this top 50 player see in Auburn? Then they call each other and they talk. Cam Coleman told me four weeks ago that Perry Thompson was flipping. We dropped hints. I, I didn't want to come out. I didn't want to put Cam out there like that. Now that it's final, I can say it. He was just like, dude, yeah, I know I'm going to AM, but Thompson's flipping. Perry's gum coming. He's going to Auburn. Hey, I mean, he told KJ Bolden the same thing. KJ yeah. came out and said it yesterday. He was like, Man, I, I knew weeks ago. I knew. Yeah. He knew. They talked. He knew when he was coming. They talked. So it was once this kind of network of family and um players get together and they start talking, you know, it, it's so funny. You know how many players are like friends with like Bryce Young's people on our team. Right? Like th- there's a network of players and family that all talk to each other. And, and what Hugh Freeze is doing is he's building a behind the scenes culture that's being talked about amongst players and families in, inside their network. And it's paying dividends. And then all you have to do is get on campus and see the manifestation of that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Duke and I were walking um, outside the, the new athletic department. It is directly adjacent to the old act. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, didn't that used to be the act? And I was like, yeah, if you don't know what that means, Student Activity Center, right? It's where uh, Ike and B would go down there and ball. Uh, Brian and I, Brian may not remember this, we used to go down uh, to work out and get in these 185-pound uh, <laughs> uh, burnout <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, bench press contest. Uh, he, would, he was killing me at that, by the way, uh, back in the day. Uh, but we had, we were walking around campus and we were like, man, you know, this is, 
that was the old part, but this part where they had the pool party is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The walk, like ever, the landscape, all of it, man, they created a whole experience. The entrance to the athletic department for Big Cat. As soon as you stepped in, you knew you were at Big Cat. I, t- I tried to post a picture to show people what the vibe was like. It was insane. It was a whole vibe. So then you got recruits saying, you know what? I want to come to Auburn specifically to do these fireside chats because they're amazing. I want to sit down and I want to talk with other players and I I want to be able to be myself, just like those guys said on that video. We can be ourselves here. That's what he did. So Thompson made his commitment. Everybody got crunk for him. They threw Heat Freeze in the pool. I was scared for Freeze for a second, <laughs> right? It was an aggressive throw. Like, <laughs> 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 they threw him in the ball. Like, I don't know if you ever heard somebody in the back. Oh, man. Right? And I was like, uh-oh. I hope, he, uh, I hope he's read up on that AFLAC policy. But they had, they had so much fun yesterday, and you could see it. When they were, they did a scavenger hunt, guys, and people were, like, running to golf carts, actively trying to win this scavenger hunt. Nobody showed up and was trying to play it cool or be the cool guy or anything like that. They just had fun. Yeah. It was it was pretty amazing to watch. I thought it was a well-executed Big Cat weekend. And uh, uh, there are two more players on the list that I think if Hugh Freeze pulls either one of them, this will be the most excellent year one recruiting job we've seen ever at Auburn. I'll repeat it. The most excellent year one recruiting job we've ever seen at Auburn. If he gets DeAndre Carter or KJ Bolden to come to the Plains. Crazy. This is, it was nuts to watch yesterday. So, you know, you could see the energy. Uh, uh, Ike was like, get Trevon. And, I, and, you know, and, and Caesar was like, Trevon, we done yet? And he was like, nah, top five. That's what he thinks. That's what he believes. He believes that Auburn can finish top five. Pull one more five-star recruit, and he's he's they're gonna be close. What are they now? I think they're like they're, they're 20 17. 17 on the service. I say depending on, depend on which yeah. recruiting service you look at. I think at, 247 yeah. has us as 17. Uh Rivals has us as 24. Okay. Well, whatever service has Auburn the highest, that's what we're going with. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm not right. I'm sure what on three has, but but the off the average star rating, how much did it climb? They were sixth. In terms of average star rating, um, I think at like ninety-one fourth or fifth. Yeah, I think they're higher they're than first. that. Actually, mm-hmm. they jumped. Did they jump? They should have jumped up after yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is an excellent job. This is an excellent job. Not only getting numbers, but getting quality. Once they fill out the three stars on the back end, I, I think this will easily be a top ten class, guys. Because they only have what? Like, well, I know we're gonna we're gonna we, we got a graphic with all the commits so far. We do, we do. We're gonna bring okay. that up. So, yeah, I don't want to jump into that, but like, it, it was it's it, it is amazing what they're doing. I, I did get a chance to ask Thompson, hey, you know, and I did this specifically for Brian because, and you, you may not have heard the question because the mic was low, but I said, listen. Uh, oh, everybody heard it. Trust me, I have seen it quoted several times on message boards and Twitter. So yeah, the first you. part of it was like, "Hey, uh, I have a friend named Brian, and he he can't get excited unless he knows you're shutting it down." And so 
you know, are you going, are you going to have more visits? Because he doesn't want to get excited till December. And, and I don't want him to be sad that long. <laughs> and just for you, Brian. <laughs> yeah, that, that part didn't get caught on mic. You're, you're, you're yeah, right. The yeah, mic was kind of low when you said that. Yeah. 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 I was wondering what that, that long silence was in there, but that's what that it was. was, it, was me at, it, yeah. it was me making a plea on Brian's behalf yeah. for him to shut down his recruiting uh, <laughs> so Brian could get excited now. Uh, and not in December after the LOI is signed. I appreciate so, that. Uh, I got you, bro. <laughs> um, so we, he said, you know, it's, he kind of shook his head and gave like a, like, eh, like it's, it's, it's kind of a done deal. And I think, I think that there's no way you can 100% say there's no way I'm flipping because what if, I mean, I, I don't see it happening, but the same way we're talking about how Cam could change his mind if Jimbo gets fired between now and December. It would take, I think it, it's possible, but it would take an act of God to move his commitment after all of this. Right. He put a lot of thought. He decided a while ago that he was flipping. Like, this isn't, wasn't a yesterday listen, decision. Like, listen, he, he made his reasoning a month ago. Mike, he was like, they tried to get me to go to that little cookout or barbecue. He threw Lil in front of it, referring to Bama's uh, event <laughs> this past weekend. I'm not gonna, they, they want me to go to a little barbecue. He said that. What was that? No, when he was what? talking to Mike, he said they wanted me to go to the little cookout or a little, little barbecue. He said little. Hey, Why? man, we need to put that on shirts. <laughs> that little cookout. <laughs> he <laughs> said that. I heard that. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Definitely like, got to go back he's here. Over That's it. a clip. I put that on Twitter right He's now. He's over it. The streets are saying they need that. He's over it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right. It will take an act of God. It will, yeah, I think it will take an act of God, essentially, to flip his commitment at this point. Um, somebody's going to get fired or all going to some thing. kind of trouble. Yes. Thank you, Mr. Beautiful. <laughs> little cookout thing. He, he, he threw a little wow. in there. There was a little shade in there. So Yeah, yeah, y'all. That's amazing. But it, uh, the other thing that you heard it was consistent, and then you know, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Caesar, is, is that these guys want to be part of the resurgence of Auburn football. They think there's a solid foundation for them to be a part of starting something here. And faced with the prospect of going someplace else where it's already established and being I was about to start singing Michael Jackson. I, I think B was the only person that saw me doing that. My bad. <laughs> uh, being a cog in a wheel that's already kind of moving, this signifies a shift. I think, um, for, for Hugh Freeze and staff, because you have to start somewhere. Mm. You know, to catch up to Saban, Kirby had to start somewhere. And nobody believes it until it happens. Right. right? And then Kirby got to that 2017 national title game, and he was one to a savior throw away from, from beating him. And now he's got two national titles under his belt, back-to-back. He's got the hottest program in the country, and they just gave him the time, but it started with recruiting. You know, I think Brian did a good job of just explaining this is where it starts. It starts with recruiting. Q3, I, you, you'll hear me repeat this because there are a lot of people who, who don't remember these quotes, and so we say them over and over again so you guys understand that the coaches understand. Q3 said weeks ago, if we are not in the top seven in recruiting, by year three, everybody here is going to be looking for a job. He gets it. You have to go out and you have to convince the Perry Thompsons of the world to come to your program. And it's only going to get harder with Oklahoma and Texas joining. So start now. 
they're getting a, he's getting a jump start on those guys coming to the conference and recruiting against him. I would argue they probably already are in anticipation of joining the conference. You're already competing with Oklahoma and Texas, and divisions are going away. Yeah. So you need to be able to lay a foundation that says we're going to be able to compete long term. You can accomplish all your goals at Auburn. You can enjoy your four years or three years or however long you're going to be in college right here at Auburn. You can be you can win a Heisman here. You can win a national title here. You can win an SEC championship here. You can win the Thorpe. You can win the Maxwell. You can do all that stuff at Auburn. And you can start a legacy that is your own. That will stand out. How much, I mean, think about Cam's Heisman. How much more do you guys think it stands out that he did it at Auburn rather than Bama? His Heisman is more impactful as an Auburn Heisman winner, I think, than it would have been as a Bama Heisman winner. He's been just another guy who won a championship at a, at a team that just... You know, people just say, oh, it's Bama. Like, they get the the benefit of the doubt. But when you come to Auburn and you do it, it stands out. And for right now, I think that's an effective pitch for Hugh Freeze. Come to Auburn and stand out. No, this, it was, the the energy was palpable. I thought they just did such a good job. Jeremy Garrett is, I could, man, his, his, his personality is infectious. He was so much fun to talk to. If I were a crew and that guy was going to be my coach, I'm on board. You know, Trevon, you know, Zach Etheridge, I saw Zach Etheridge talking to a big-time recruit right before he left. And the sell that's going on from that end is that you can tell, man, like these guys, just they have their full attention. Auburn football has the full attention of America's high school recruiting right now. And Hugh Freeze is putting everybody on notice. Watch out, man. I, 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 they're not done in this class yet, either. They're not done at all. Once they fill it out, I, I thought, I started to think, Ike, the top 10 was a possibility. And we, we talked about maybe top 15 would be a good job in year one. But you, one more, one more composite five-star, and, and you're, you are, you're talking, you're definitely talking about top 10. And you're, possibly talking about top five. I think right now Auburn stands seventh in terms of SEC recruiting. 17th in the country, but still only seventh in the conference. Yeah, That's how hyper-competitive this is. So they can do it, man. They, they can jump some of these guys. Keep taking them from, from Kirby and, and, and Saban, man. I, I'm, I'm blown away by this. This is such a great job. This is why you hired him. Right. Now he's just got to put the proof of concept on the field and, and uh, if they start out 4-0 somehow, good luck to everybody else. And that's what me and, that's what me and Ike were talking about while you were off, uh, Mike, is if you take the success that he's having right now and you couple it with an 8-4 and four season in year one. Right. That only gives you even more momentum and steam because recruits actually are seeing the improvement year over year. Right. And so now it's no longer I'm vision casting. We're actually doing it. Come on to Auburn and be a part of it. Now the next step is getting to the SEC championship. Now the next step is getting to national championships, playoff contention. 
they're able to right. see proof of concept in addition to the excitement that's already there. The excitement is only right. going to build if you couple this with on-field success, which is what we're definitely hopeful for to see in year one. Obviously, we expect them to, to be an even more improved team in year two. There's a lot that we are looking forward to seeing in a few a few weeks. Let's just grab some supers. and we're gonna I got this funny feeling, KJ Bolden. You got this funny feeling? Yeah, the KJ Bolden might is be. Is that what is a funny feeling? Yeah. Or was it KJ Bolden looking very happy among the Auburn commits? Yeah, I mean, call what you want. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got a feeling. <laughs> I got a feeling. KJ Bolden is. Uh, I'm not a, a I just I said something. Was it photographs and smiles? <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff could mean listen, things Mike, we don't think it means. Listen, but like, I'm just, listen, I'm just saying. If it like, happens, right. you got to promise Auburn dad that you're going to. Get crunked up. Get right? crunked up. Yes, you got to get crunked <laughs> up. I'll do that. I'll please do that over there. Please. <laughs> <laughs> please, get crunked man, up. Please. Get crunked we're trying, up. We're trying to capture the sixteen to thirty demographic. It's not going well with this crunked <laughs> up. <laughs> oh man, uh, Chase. Good to see you, buddy. Says Mike G in whisper voice. Now is Yahtzee whatever. That's 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 yeah. that's the new that's the new that's the Mike G spin on Yahtzee. Is Yahtzee yeah, or yeah, that's whatever. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The best recruiting Auburn has ever done. You can't even give a, a full-throated Yahtzee. Full-throated. I can't give a full-throated anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no. Stuart Donald says, this week has made me so happy, uh, and knowing that my happiness is making the fans of Gump Tech, like that name, by the way, miserable just makes Gump me Tech. even more happier. Yeah, like, listen, the tears are real. Roll tears roll. They're real. Yeah, we talked about like uh, uh, the cue the we didn't want them anyway crowd. Yeah. No, this I mean it's it's getting to the point where that sounds ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. everybody wanted Perry Thompson. You you, you like you now you can it. argue. Yeah, right. You can argue that our class will survive without him because we recruit well. Okay, like I can right. accept that. But let's not act like this didn't hurt. This hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Demarcus Riddick hurt too, by the way. They hurt. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more pain coming. Yeah. Very unlikely says anyone in Auburn gear that doesn't acknowledge me or saying War Eagle confuses them are yard sale imposters. As an Auburn grad from Virginia, all I can say is a special place, hard to put in words. Yeah, you don't know. Theory. Yeah. You, you don't know until you know. You're an, right? you're an imposter if you, if you don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's, that is painful when it happens. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It is. And and if Auburn is on the uptick, I in a I suspect that more likely to happen too because you know people are bandwagoners. So it's likely to have people who don't get that rocking Auburn gear out in public. Uh SS Austin says the fact that Auburn has made more top in-state recruits has more top in-state uh recruits than Bama right now is crazy to okay, think about. Okay, can we talk about this for a Also, Aldrich is recruiting crazy right now with linebackers agreed on both fronts. Go ahead, Mike. I think they're one one ahead of Bama right now in terms of in-state recruits. So, this is this is a this will be a significant statistic to look at when recruiting is done. Because Saban has been just having it's like Hey, I'm gonna get what I need, and everybody else gets the leftovers. Trevi will come in and pluck a good one. Gabo would come down here and grab somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, Jimbo came in and got Cam Coleman. Getting these guys in your back, literally in your backyard, 
within an hour drive of your campus is necessary. When you reside in a recruiting hotbed and you cannot convince top-tier athletes to come to your school, that is a significant blow to your efforts. Alabama is one of the hottest recruiting uh, places in the country. It's the most fertile recruiting grounds in the country. You can't be here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you live in Alabama and you say you ain't never had no good barbecue. <laughs> what? You live in Alabama. So I, I, I think, I, man, I'm telling you, the focus on good recruiting classes for Auburn are built out of Alabama, Georgia, Florida. You have to recruit those three states. Mississippi for us, too. We've done well with Mississippi. Mississippi, yeah. yeah I'm just saying, I think the, the, the core of that is all those states that touch Alabama, you've got to recruit well out of those states. Yeah. And if you can't, then you've got no shot because you're not going to go and pull a top 10 uh, uh, class from guys across the country. Right. You go and get, like, uh, Carter, it's Carter, right? That's yeah. from California? It is. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you go and you get, every once in a while, you get a guy like that. You know, from from you know, across the country, but it, it's built at home, and I, I I don't know if there are any strong examples of top programs who build great recruiting classes, not strongly based within three hundred miles of their campus. Mike, what makes this egregious to me is that you have schools, and I mentioned this to Ike yesterday when we were live. You have schools like Bama and Georgia that can actually stand to overlook some of your in-state kids because you're recruiting nationally. Your footprint is much larger. So you can recruit from Hawaii. You can recruit from California. You can, you can, you're going to get the top guys in your state, but you can overlook perhaps maybe guys ranked from five to 15 in state. Right. You can overlook those guys. But the fact that we weren't even getting those guys the fact that LSU and Clemson and, and mm. Georgia and Florida was coming in and getting those guys was egregious to me. Like right. Bama is saying, all right, you can have them, but you're still not getting them. And I think now what we're seeing is a head coach that's saying, we're absolutely going to box out everyone outside of state. But even the right. guys that Bama is claiming that's reserved for them. That's not reserved for you anymore, Playboy. You got to fight us for it. And you got to work for it. You may win that's right. your fair share of battles, but trust me, you will have been through a, a battle to get that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The days yeah. of us just rolling over and letting you get whoever you want in this state, that's, that's over. Uh, you know what may be going understated in this whole discussion? Is, is if, if Hugh Freeze lands a top five recruiting class in year one, the NIL floodgates are going to open and the money is going to fall from NIL heaven like manna on the plains. He will have such a strong case to the money people that if you put the cash behind the collective, we can get anybody we want. Yeah. So they weren't willing to put their money behind Harson. I think it's pretty clear. They had their reasons. Goodness. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he, he he was just saying, yeah. you know, like, listen, if you, I will reward you for putting your dollars behind us. 
by working hard and going out and convincing these kids. And if he can pair that with results on the field, good luck, man. I mean, I, I just think you'll see money coming in from everywhere. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If I'm if I'm a booster and I'm sitting on millions and I'm donating to the program, I still want yeah, I love Auburn, but I still want to see a return on my investment. Yeah. I want to know that I'm donating to a program that's taking those dollars and using it to build facilities or or, or you know develop athletes or just win to win. Thanks. But you know, I love of Auburn only goes so far, man, when it comes to money. <laughs> right. At some point you have to know. That it is a, a good investment. Lil Ricky says, appreciate the super chat. He says, if we land KJ Bolden, we will land top four or five. So he's definitely calling. He he agrees with uh, Trevon Reed there. Uh, appreciate you, Lil Ricky. Hope you had enjoyed your birthday, uh, You as you mentioned uh, yesterday. Auburn Dad for Life says, be will. We are bringing back Get Crunked Up. Nah, I, don't, I mean, y'all got it. No, they got it all right. They're bringing it back. That's what he. That's what he said.